we're back with another episode of Made in India. And if you don't know this already, my name is May. And today, I have eight members of the soul pop indie folk band The Easy Wanderlings in the studio. Sanyant, Malay, Pratika, Sharad, Nitin, Shardul, Abraham, and Sia talk to me about how each of them joined the band, the challenges of making music when there are eight members in the crew, and what their upcoming EP, Caught in a Parade, means to them. Hey guys, we are the Easy Wandlings, and we're with Made in India with May. And uh, this first song is called Enemy. Hope you guys enjoy it. the heart can be with crowded views bottled up and weighs you down change it up so no one sees my feelings I wanna be the enemy so hard to know what is right Just a fantasy While the hands are tied I'm running out of energy, energy. Glitter of a paradise Will you look out for me As I lose the will to fly
Hey, you just heard Easy Wanderlings with a brand new song from their EP, Caught in a Parade. So I'd like to welcome all eight members of Easy Wanderlings in the studio. We have Sharad. Sani. Hello. Abraham. Hello. Pratika. Hey. Shardul. Hello. Nitin. Hi. Sia. Hi. And... Malay. Hey. <laughs> I hope you all recognize their voices because now you won't be able to tell one from the other. <laughs> so this is the first time for some, but not everyone. So the OG members, Sani, Malay, and Pratika, you were on episode 67 of Made in India a million years ago, but actually 2016 to be precise. And... I don't know whose idea this was. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. <laughs> but Let's just say that. <laughs> I I wasn't allowed to reveal your names. And on top of that, mm. I asked why. And I'm going to quote directly from Sani, who said, mm. we want our art to be our identity and for people to listen to our music first without associating any face with it. And you wanted to communicate to the fans through the artwork and that you were also upset that because you were doing this, everyone was considering you guys a secret society, which you weren't. (laughs) So so I want to know this convoluted thing of like trying to hide your identity. Whose idea was it? And when did it change? My idea. Sani. Sani. My idea and it changed immediately after that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got exposed. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. For a while we managed to successfully hide our identities. Pretty much we said no to every other interview. Like, you know, Indian Express, all these people, we want to do an interview. Like, no chance. Only write about the music. And then finally May happened. Then like, all right, this is a, okay, let's see what to do. We have underprepared. We said we'll put fake names. We'll put pet names. Don't say Sani for me. Put Sa or something like that. <laughs> and then in literally in five minutes, we gave up our identities there itself because yeah. we have no self-control. Uh, and then we were like, you know what? Never mind. People, this is who we are. Bam. Yeah. So, so you fun. exposed us basically. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And on top of that, the sad thing about this whole thing is that you refused press, which honestly would have been <laughs> great. great for you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. We, so press eventually wrote about the music. Instead of saying, who are the members and all they were like we know who they are but here's the music check it out kind of that's the kind of voicing that I thought initially should talk about rather than like Uh he's this guy from Kerala this from from there and all that (laughs) and then now now the tables have turned right look at me alone and yeah (laughs) so listening back to the interview it was super interesting because firstly the fact that Malai and Sani the two of you at that time in 2016, had been friends for 10 years. Mm. Have you hit the 20-year mark now? Have you known each no, other for now? No, almost. Look, a little less. Yeah, a little less. Little less. Little less. Yeah. Little less. But you guys are still bandmates for life? Like, are you I not guess. sick of each yeah. other? Yeah, that's... Well, that, been sick so of each other since the... That first, been yeah. there? <laughs> gone past that also. Yeah. that is. <laughs> Was it right <laughs> after the original Made India interview? No. <laughs> so, actually... The other thing was just how Pratt's came on board because she was just like, I feel like I'm third wheeling this whole thing. And I'm going to now quote Pratt's who said, I quote, so these guys are creeps that just hang around college all the time checking out girls. That's how they found me. 
That sounds so perfect. precise. Not yeah. even joking. You, the literally word for word was what you said. Yeah. It was amazing. So actually, the three of you met through Flame University. Have the rest of you also come on board through Flame? So actually, let's one at a time. Charlotte, you tell me how you joined the band. So um, it was in college. I also went to Flame. Oh. And uh, these guys were hanging about, and I did a jam with them here and there, whatever. Mm. And they asked me to play for this hard rock show. And we had to fly to Bangalore. And I'd never flown anywhere for a gig, so I was damn excited. And then um, no one's calling me for practice. Nothing's happening. Finally, like 10 days before the show, I'm like, okay, let me call them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we haven't practiced. So, you know, maybe next time. I was like, oh, shit, bloody screw the warnings. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, yeah, forget this and all that. Then like the next summer, Sunny calls me and he's like, hey, we're playing NH7. And I'm like, screw this. I'm going to call them every day. Hey, guys, are we practicing? <laughs> hey, guys, are we practicing? Like three weeks on and on. And then finally, like Malay says, you know what, uh, Shahad, we don't really need a guitarist. We right now need a bassist. And I'm like, I play bass. <laughs> I played. I never played bass. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, yeah, I played. I just conned my way into it. And they're like, oh, damn, cool. We have a show like day after. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shoved like 17 new bass songs in my head. He's never played bass before. Never. Yeah, I never, never played bass before. Yeah. Yeah. He scammed yeah. himself yeah. into the band, yeah. basically. So then I scammed my way into it. And then slowly they realized, okay, he doesn't really play bass. And then I shifted to guitar. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's like, slowly, <laughs> move, move. <laughs> is it? Don't you play bass? Yeah, now I play the bass. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's, it's a slow the... progression that I still we switch still for one song, which yeah, is still yeah. pending. But yeah, I have yeah. to say, Malay is a pretty good bass player, though. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's really good. Dreams. It is good though. <laughs> what about you, Abraham? How do you end up? Um, yeah, so Sharad's my roommate from college in Flame, and I think it was our fourth year where he started going uh, playing. With easy one, like he said before, mm-hmm. like he was the bassist and Could've. stuff like that. And I thought it was a joke, honestly, when <laughs> he was going. Because I used to hear them play once in a while for like a college fest. So I thought yeah. they were like... Uh, we sucked. Yeah, they were like uh, <laughs> Flame, Mumford and Sons. Wow. It was like uh, Malay had like oh the bass kick drum, yeah. kick drum and then he was tapping his chest <laughs> and all. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then I think it came to a point when they had to play NH7 and Sharad kind of pulled me into the band. And we've been playing together for a long time. Me oh, and Sharad. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, before I even met Sunny and stuff. Uh, and then pulled me into the band and that's when I realized, okay, the music's pretty pretty nice. And like uh, the structure's weird and interesting to play with. Yeah. And I think in a day's time, I stuffed eight to ten songs in my head and uh, we played NH7. Are you saying that Easy Wanderlings is like a refined taste that it takes time to get used to? Um, no. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, but it, it's more of like how uh, we came together. Like when I first joined itself, like I kind of got hooked because of the people around the the music. Oh, guys. So that, that was the thing. He doesn't talk to us like this. I know. Yeah, no, yeah. first time yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. I'm hearing this, this show yeah. brings out everything. Yeah. The <laughs> good. She'll bring this up. Yeah. I quote Abraham. <laughs> he did like you, then did like you, then actually professed his love but for you. But now I don't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but like any of them. uncomfortable. Abraham's like, I don't even know why I'm still here. <laughs> Sia, you're the youngest member yeah. of the band, right? So yeah. how did you end up? You weren't at Flame. No, no, I was very much underage for Flame back then. I was. Yeah, <laughs> how old are you? I, I was 14 when I joined the band. Where did you? Did you just 
how did that happen? So, <laughs> the creep, I told you. That's what I'm talking about. You just made a creep here. This was a very uncreepy process, thankfully. And uh, I had come back from the US. Over there, I was playing Western classical music. So when I came back to India, I was like unsure of what will be the path for me in music. So I was just literally busking out and playing some Bollywood songs. And uh, then uh, Sunny and Malay happened to attend that performance there. And they were like, hey, we happen to need flute, Western classical flute for our recording. So would you like to join us? And I was like, oh, heck yeah. Because I mean, it was such a, I, I was like dazzled by that opportunity so then I went to the studio recorded they even asked me to compose on the spot which was a very first time experience for me for one of the tracks and uh, I thought this was the first and last time I clicked a picture and all with them thinking that this is it I'm leaving (laughs) I still have yeah and then a few weeks later I got a call saying that hey we're playing our first show because we've debuted the album and uh, oh, then nice. I was called on to play and then it's been that way since. So now I'm turning 20. So it's going to be a long association. Wow. I'm really happy. <laughs> Can I say one thing? So I went for the NCPA gig where all of you had performed with Bombay Brass. And I swear to you, because a lot of what Sia was doing is like, you know, you don't really see someone standing out when you're accompanying, right? And then there's one point where Sia got to do a solo and it was like full-on Ron Burgundy anchorman jazz flute Ooh, moment of like... Thank you so much. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Who is this creature? And has, I was like, this is so cool. You're so good. Thank you so and much. Yeah, I mean, I would like to... I, she should just play flute randomly in the middle of Maiden India, man. I'd love this. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all thanks to the band because all of them are wonderful and really great musicians and they've pushed me to come this far when it comes to like musicality and performance so So much positivity I'm loving it it's just me it's just me (laughs) 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 what about you Nitin you're on keys and yes so I also went to flame (laughs) (laughs) it had to continue mm. (laughs) so uh, Sharad Abe and I on the same batch and we used to actually jam a lot together. We used to play a lot of music together, all college fests and all that. And then I think in my second year, I met Sunny and Malay for the first time. And I used to hang around with Malay because he was into audio engineering and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And I also wanted to become an audio engineer at that point in time. Guru. And, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, like he's seen me play keys with these guys and all that. And when Sunny came up, he was like, so we're making the song, which was enjoyed while it lasts. Yeah. With one of your other friends, Pratika. I'm like, no, she's not my friend. I don't yeah. know who she is. <laughs> who is this guy? Then they were like... Uh... We, we didn't know each other. I didn't yeah. even know Sharad or Abe that yeah. well. Like, yeah, and, and then they were like... Was no, Pratika the... too cool for school? Is that why? Oh. Oh. Yeah, no, definitely. Then, then, then they were like, uh, no, the girl with the hair... I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, that girl. Yeah. <laughs> all the other girls didn't have him. Yeah. It was just me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then uh, uh, I was like, yeah, she sings brilliantly. I've seen her sing and all that. So like, yeah, we're making the song and mm-hmm. we want you to play along. I was like, yeah, sure. And then when I sat in, I was like, what is this music? It's just like million chords going up and down, key changing every two bars. And I was just, okay, wait. I'm used to playing like blues and like a little bit of jamming with these guys like it's usually not structured or anything but it's like super structured and like the composition is laid out and all that 
so it took some time to actually get used to like sanyan's writing and the kind of music they were influenced to and the kind of background i come from was completely different but then we started jamming together we started playing together then we got some gigs and then i was like okay this is something that is different and it kind of explores my musicality and mm, that's nice. where it started yeah. and shadu so uh, my story and sia's is kind of pretty similar yeah so you're on violin for the yes. band yeah yes and um so again we are the only two mm. members who are not from flame <laughs> i nice actually in a mechanical engineering seriously yeah representing that engineering <laughs> wow. fraternity right here yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and after my first year of college i'd taken a gap year mm. and spending time just i worked in the garage for 6 months because i wanted to get that experience i started wow. focusing more on music i started teaching i started so there was this cafe called pagdandi near where we lived and they used to have these thursday night um open jam sessions where just 15 20 musicians would just turn up and just play something together yeah, and that's yeah. where i saw sia as well for the first time that's where uh, sunny and malay happened to be one of these evenings yeah. and sunny later on the creep that he is reputation is going down the toilet reaches out to me on facebook messenger of all the things in the world facebook messenger was class that time bro it was never class i put it was great i got instagram like 2 years ago right dude you came to the jam at pagdandi you could have asked any of the 50 people there and you could have found my number from someone no facebook messenger wanted to be his guy's name is shardul bapat i am going to actually drop him a message on facebook messenger middle of summer he wanted to be creepy that's why he did it correct and i i fell for that dude i fell for it because he offered me food he he said oh by the way we are this 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 band we are making our own music and we're looking for a violinist we're recording an album etc etc sends me a link of one of their so far performances i'm like okay cool this sounds good yeah and then you were hooked yeah and no 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 and then he says actually do you want to come over and jam i'm like okay i don't know he's like i'll make cold coffee i'm like hmm it is the middle of summer i wouldn't mind a cold coffee right now <laughs> all red flags there is yes yes how was the cold coffee though it's good It was good. It was he good. made good he cold coffee. Huh? He made. He ordered it. Ah, he probably, it. probably <laughs> ordered it. I, I don't know. No there chance. Was, was good it. cold coffee. No chance. He made it. One of those mug. No things. way. He made it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the extension of this creepiness is like beyond. Be like, he lured me with candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cold Literally coffee. Literally, I am glad I'm alive. And I said yes, gladly. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because yeah, there's yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's really good. They were recording the album. I set parts for a couple of songs. Hit the studio. By the end of my session, I'm like, you know, don't don't pay me, don't pay me. You know, just ask me to be a part of the band or something. Let's not make this a session. No, in, internally, yeah, internally, internally. I'm not begging to Sunny. No, no, no. I'm, I, <laughs> not lying. Yeah, yeah. This is internal. Don't pay me also. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I don't care about payment. Don't don't pay me. Just just let let me be a part of the band. You know, this is so much fun. These guys, these guys so are cool. cool. Such nice people and whatnot. And sure enough, an envelope comes in my hand. I'm like, shit. And then three weeks later, I got a call. We're actually Sunny, performing. Would you like to join? Would you like to come up? I'm like, okay. So I got paid also, and I got to be a part of the band also. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't one of the paid. only few people who got paid. Yeah, one of the only few got paid. Bro, no envelope for us. It was a thousand bucks and a note that says thank you from the family or something. I think I should have that note. I love it. So, what's the second song you're gonna play today? Second song is called Mayflower. And also from the new EP. Also right? from the new EP, the What's song we wrote during the lockdown, and in the album, we got the amazing Nikhil D'Souza 
to uh, accompany us oh and kind gosh. of uh, yeah, 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 yeah add this magic on it. This time you'll be hearing me, which are the track. So, Doing uh, your inner impersonation <laughs> of yeah. Nikhil D'Souza. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Channel your inner Nikhil. Yeah, yeah. So um, the EP is called Cotton and Parade. Because I feel like the band grew really fast initially. Mm-hmm. You know, the first two years, in the first six months, we were like all to the NH7. We were like an unknown band. You know, people heard mm-hmm. the music, heard the music, and they gave it to someone in NH7. And then that's how they were like, oh, who are these guys? We weren't performing artists. We were just recording artists, you know, like a lot of other Kinda, bands who yeah. would perform a lot and mm-hmm. then let's release own music, then let's go, you know. For us, it was we were recording artists first, then we started performing as a band. But relatively, the band go really fast. And then right now, I felt like the, we were kind of hitting a plateau because we've done two nationwide tours and then we've kind of done a lot. You know, we've performed yeah. a lot, performed at all kinds of festivals. And then what? And during the lockdown, it felt like we were supposed to go to South by Southwest and perform. We've had shows all around the US and, you know, um, yeah. but everything got canned three days before our flights. And the festival all, got yeah. canceled and it felt like... Uh, Man, it sucks to be here, you know. I wish we were somewhere else, closer to words, you know, because our music is English and it was, you know, it was pretty easily accepted outside. And we were just feeling kind of left out and just kind of, you know, locked in at that point. And uh, so this song is pretty much talking about envy in a way. And just like, um, we just wish. Looking at other artists uh, who are doing better. Mm, And then Caught in a Parade is basically about like, again, some things were happening, right? For example, Enemy got featured in Gehraya, like, you know, little things were happening. We were going ahead at the same time when you zoom out, it felt like we're going in circles, you know? Yeah. One thing I can definitely tell you is that everyone, when the pandemic hit, I think everyone felt like they went like 10 steps backwards. It was, I think it was a weird moment for everyone. You you guys weren't alone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so the next song is Mayflower. Old Mayflower, have you settled in? Found your land after all these years What are the stars to you when they glare And how far am I from your shore I hold my head up wishing for your warmth Waste time Making for a momentary bliss Despite how the new world orders taking shape Disquiet shadows still putting me to sleep Sunshine 
One of my fave songs. It's so, so good. Thank you. And you know what? Because I do my due diligence and I do go back and listen to your whole discography. And I actually went back to As Written in the Stars. And every song, like every song was so good, you know? Because I'm always someone where there'll be like a couple of songs that kind of stand out and they're, you know, and for this, it was like every song on the album was so good. I think I've really enjoyed all of your music. So I'm really looking forward to Caught in a Parade. So with all eight of you, is it quite difficult to make sure that you're all aligned when it comes to a lot of the songwriting and all that? Because... I don't know how wieldy or unwieldy having eight members would be because it's a lot of cooks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it's tough because we had a process that worked in the first few years because that was the kind of music we were making then. It was the kind of resources we had then. So it would be Sunny writing the songs and then him practically sitting individually with everybody, kind of working on their angles, their, them putting in their nuances and then... Mm. Finally coming together in the jam room and seeing what worked and what didn't. And then that process seemed to work for a bit. And now, like, I mean, I feel like we're just writing music that we're feeling in that moment, you know, and that's changing. And so that process is still the same. So that's where we're kind of feeling a little grinding. You know, it's like, okay, we're still doing the same process. Sunny's writing the song. Abe has stepped in and starts writing lyrics with Sunny these days. Oh, wow. Um, And then we kind of... Again, sit one-on-one here and there. And I don't know, I feel like we'll figure it out. 
you know yeah. but right now it's that old process and new music and it's not really fitting yeah um, and i think a lot of the new ep was actually done during lockdown yeah. so it was a little bit Even difficult more scattered, yeah. yeah everyone was went back to their hometown <clears throat> so also, nobody was in the same place that's to also do with we are talking about eight people right now so eight people who are from different backgrounds different tastes different sensibilities mm. but so, i think overall as an eight member band we've done well in kind of letting the music do its thing not like mm. hey just cuz i like so and so type of music i have to add this in there Absolutely. you know what i mean like we're good at seeing what fits for this genre or this kind of music and putting the music first basically and yeah. letting putting just what the song needs at that particular yeah you know point of time the, i've also seen like this sort of change in your sound because a lot of the stuff that you were doing in your debut was quite sort of measured and mellow and then you have making my move right <laughs> and then i was like wow welcome to funky town <laughs> this is so good also i just want to bring something that i noticed in your music video which is where like the super sort of like nice like sort of very disco funky vibes and then in the video i see sani holding a disco ball hanging from his finger and i'm oh like what <laughs> is that i'm like why is a disco ball hanging from sani's finger it's a mini disco ball and uh, we couldn't find uh, the ceiling with the hook so i had my finger with that hook so i thought <laughs> Right. Here goes new style. Bring your own disco ball scene. Starting a and new trend. Yeah, start a new trend. So uh, yeah, it just kept rolling on my finger. Yeah. That video. <laughs> I thought fast cuts would make sure that people will not notice, but me just noticed. It was so obvious. Damn it, me! Just look at my face next time. Balls. No <laughs> disco balls. Disco balls. So. One of the things that I I think I'm really excited about in general with regards to your new EP is I guess the shift in sound as well. I think that's sort of even though there is seems like there's a little bit of sadness in terms of like well it was a lockdown it was really sad and we're kind of like <laughs> but even like the fact that you have so many different instruments in the band does an enemy have a sitar? Yeah. Yeah. You're like we must bring more that's what, what i said that's happening? what i said yeah since we aren't really performing musicians first and more recording come yeah. from a recording background what we do is we kind of put everything on tape we record everything yeah. like start from the demo like even when sunny's writing the song he records it he sends it to abe he puts the drums down so we add in stuff we take out stuff we add in stuff we take out stuff and then we complete the arrangement yeah. so i think being an eight member band that process really works because if we are eight people in one jam room just jamming it out is just chaos mm. yeah, so once it's, it's on record we'll just send it to say pratika and pratika is like okay i like this 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 i don't like this this so like okay cut it out right so Got that's it. how the sitar idea started and uh, so sunny was like we need a sitar <laughs> i don't care we need a sitar <laughs> and it was supposed it's, it's everything actually everything and the kitchen sink like yeah, literally yeah, yeah. yeah but literally. also it was the vision of trying something new no band has put a sitar i mean in india has put yeah. a sitar like at, at least for you the kind of music song. we play yeah. but uh, then he was like okay so people should recognize that something is different but they shouldn't say it's a sitar so we'll put it along with sharad's guitar 
Yeah. And we'll mm. just come up with a new tone. So it yeah, was just yeah. like a small quirky experiment that we tried, and I think it sounds cool. Like now that you've noticed it, we're like, okay, it's quite cool. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't about the sitar itself. It was just about the tone. It was just tone. Yeah, it was just the. Yeah, yeah. It was just the. Yeah, it Yeah. Right. So uh, we thought, okay, you can get that with a guitar, right? Because they were trying to imitate the sitar. We were like, wait, we are in the country with sitar. Let us yeah. get the damn sitar player. Yeah. <laughs> and so, we're in the city also that has a lot yeah. of sitar players. So we met uh, a really good sitarist called Kalyani. Uh, Kalyani, yeah. So that went well. So we just added the layer. She is a proper like flying sitarist. You know, you know, she can play whatever she wants. But this was like, listen, it's not about. We, dexterity yeah and we told her you know you may not even hear yourself in mm-hmm. the track because it's not about you standing out as a sitar player it'll just be a textural thing and she was like very cool about it so yeah i mean i have to be honest it's not something that is very noticeable because sometimes you can hear certain instruments like i've heard certain songs where like i can hear a gutam in the background like you get the certain instruments that just sound really distinct but the sitar was The weird thing is that you're finding that fine balance between the electric guitar and the sitar and it was like just sort of them merging into yeah, one. Yeah. And uh, it's basically because I stalked you on Instagram that I found out about Kanye. Uh, <laughs> uh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we go into your third song, where do you guys plans at the moment with Easy Wonderlings? Hopefully, where it's not going around in circles but flying in the sky. Oh. In a circle. ஹோப்பிங் <laughs> <laughs> And also, uh, I mean, we're we're working on this EP. You know, uh, it's yeah. gone. The tracks have gone to mix and master, and it's almost done. It's going to release very, very soon. Mm. And the moment that releases, we're going to do another nationwide tour. Yay! Um, for the EP and generally to kind of get back out there. I mean, uh, even after lockdown kind of lifted, we still didn't really. jump in well first of all no one was giving us any gigs that's another thing <laughs> don't say that out loud no eight people versus yeah. dj stage uh, can only fit three people can you come We're like uh, no thanks <laughs> <laughs> no, the budget can only yeah. fit three people yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good one <laughs> so um, but yeah. i think when it comes to planning a tour where actually i mean we've done it a couple of times we yeah. know the ins and outs we've made the contacts by now with some really cool people who can make it much bigger than it ever was oh, nice. um so that's what's really exciting so hopefully a couple of months and we're off yeah and, and i think uh, with regard to the sound that you mentioned right mm. uh, the first album was a little more indie folk like and yeah, now it's a little more much. retro soul like yeah i mean yeah so that shift has definitely happened mm. and mayflower is one of the tracks that is more first albumish i think i think there. it's mayflower is a very mature first album Thank like, you. You know like what he said. It's basically 4 years mm. after. Yeah. yeah. You know, like how can we retain the same sound but make it bigger? Yeah, yeah you know? absolutely. So that is what Mayflower is. So last song. Okay, so this last one is called Center of the Universe. Mm. Um is that what we're calling it finally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess we'll wow. see once it comes out. There's no such thing as consensus. Sanis Sosia Sabrosa. 
And yeah, it basically talks about how sometimes we give relevance to things after maybe it's gone. Say an artist maybe who might be like completely not that well known at all but once they maybe pass away or something then we're like oh my god who is that artist like giving them a lot and then we go and listen to their music and like whatever yeah no matter what happens whether it's good the bad uh, you had a great day a bad day someone passes away you make a new friend the world just keeps moving on and uh, everything is moment based and as you move past the moment you sort of get over it and life goes on that's what it's about and Kinda. everything is just momentary So it's the opposite of being center of the universe. Yeah, it's like living in the center but you're not. Have I ruined yeah. it? Have I ruined yeah. everything? Yeah. It is exactly that. I mean, yeah. it, you think you you, you think ha- you're the center of it. But you're not. You're but not, you're not. You know, because the world just moves on. Move, Whether move you're on. Gandhi or Mother <laughs> Teresa or relevant or irrelevant right? you are. Like yeah. fair enough. So pretty much the first half talks about that and the second half is just like what Pratika said. you know it's only when someone you know dies that's when we want to like oh so i wish we heard them out them, yeah. i wish we gave them the respect they needed when they are alive we're just like not spending enough time with them or just mm. even caring enough suddenly when they are oh let's write a book about them let's <laughs> put the statue about you know all that stuff happens yeah. after that you know movies are made and all that stuff so it just talks Fair about enough. that so last song center of the universe
say three is a crowd, but easy wanderlings are so much more than a crowd because they bring you musical choral soundscapes. Every instrument, every voice gets to shine. Thank you to Sanyant, Male, Pratika, Sharad, Nitin, Shardul, Abraham, and Sia for being on the show. And as always, if you enjoy this episode. <sighs> okay, it's been seven years. You know what you gotta do. <gasps> Hussein, tell them. Yeah, yeah, coming, coming. So what I wanted to say was, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, follow, rate, and review us on the podcast app of your choice. And come say hi to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Made in India. That's M-A-E-D. I actually handle social media, so come say hi. See you next week. Same time and same place. <laughs>